My name is Mia Kane, and I'm one of the co-founders, hosts, and musicians for Aspire Women's Events. Our team is counting down the days till we get to come to your church and partner with you for this amazing women's event. On March 17th, we'll be with you at home church with Bible teacher, author, and speaker, Amberly Neese, comedian, Kay Dodd, and music by Jamie Jim Goshen. I love the idea of Aspire. The truth is, I think it should be called Respire because the truth is it brings life and it breathes life into people who come. Great worship, amazing time of Bible teaching, and we laugh. We have a great time and we can't wait to see you there. Bring your friends, bring your family, bring your mother-in-law. God bless you and we'll see you there. Aspire is a one night event packed with laughter, learning, stories and music to encourage you, to equip you. I absolutely love what God does at these events. I've been witnessing it for the past 10 years and I am so thankful that your church said yes. Yes to opening the doors, yes to volunteering with us, and yes to reaching out to those who need to learn, laugh, and hear the gospel message of truth. That is what Aspire is. This is my invitation to you to invite your friends, your family, your neighbors, as your church continues to be a light in the community. So grab those tickets today and we will see you there. Good morning, church. Uh, I assume you all saw the video. We got Aspire coming. We'll be talking about that in the announcements. But before we get into that, I'd like to have everybody take a moment, stand up, and go greet and meet one another.
his name. church because of the weather yesterday we are obviously doing one service uh, so if you find somebody in your regular seat make sure you say hi to them <laughs> I assume that that's somebody that you don't interact with as much as usual <clears throat> before we get started we have a few announcements of course <clears throat> uh, first and foremost we're gonna keep patient on this one. Keep the children's area clear, loading and unloading zone only. So you can drop the kids off, you can pick the kids up. After everybody's done volunteering, you can go hang out with them then. Jess? Jess. Food pantry is in need of food. So when donating canned goods, we do ask that you uh, bring pop top cans or other non-perishable items. We're just gathering stuff up to help feed uh, people who are in need in our community. Pre-teen ministry, which is ages 10 to 12, and the youth group, 13 to 18, is meeting Thursday nights. 6.30 we do games, 7 o'clock we do worship. That's right. That, <laughs> thank you for not making that pause awkward. I <laughs> scared for a second. <laughs> Um, so after the worship, the teens and preteens separate. If you have more questions about anything, you can talk to Jane, uh, specifically if you have questions about the preteen side, or you can talk to Amanda and I if you have questions about the teenage side, uh, or you can talk to the church office if there's some conglomeration of questions. Side-by-side -side widow and widower ministry is meeting March 4th at Barb West's house at 10 a.m., if you have questions about that, you can once again contact Jane Morrill or the church office. Basically, if you guys have questions, Jane or the office, that's what it's, that's what it's coming out to here. If you would like to sign up for a life group, it's okay if you missed the first week. We're still rolling. We've got sign-up sheets at the uh, welcome counter so that you can put your email address and phone number. We'll reach out to you. But... Come on in and join these. First week was a success, and we'd like to just grow these ministries as much as possible. Women's Aspire, which you might remember from the video 10 minutes ago, um, is coming March 17th at 7 p.m. Okay, yeah, there you go. I'm not going to lie. I appreciate that there was a lot more cheering for the team group, but the Aspire is supposed to be wonderful, so <laughs> go on and cheer that up. Uh, tickets are available in the foyer. If you have questions, contact just the church office. Uh, I don't know if Jane's answering questions on that one. Home Church is going to be celebrating our 80th anniversary on March 26th. That's right. So uh, we're going to have one service on the 26th at 1030. 
and we're having a potluck following the service, so please bring a dish to share, but it should be a really good time of fun, fellowship, and food uh, after the service. So one service, 10.30 on the 26th, bring a dish. <clears throat> also on March 26th, we'll be having our annual church meeting. <laughs> we will be meeting after the 80th anniversary celebration around 1 p.m. in the sanctuary. So uh, it's like the State of the Union, but with the church. So <laughs> come on down and, and check out our church meeting. And we're going to bring up uh, Mark Butler here with a missions announcement. So give it up for Mark Butler. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for being here. Um, coming up uh, on the 12th, if you were watching the slides before the start of the service, we're going to do our alabaster offering. Now, many of you know what that means. Raise your hand. So quite a few of you, and I trust that you have been collecting your loose pocket change all year for it, right? Because that's kind of what alabaster does. We collect loose pocket change throughout the year, uh, and then we put it together um, as a church, as the Nazarene Church worldwide. And this uh, helps to build homes for missionaries, schools, clinics, hospitals, churches, purchase land for other projects. Um, and so this money goes to a great cause. Um, and, and traditionally, we've called it pocket change. But when you read the story of the alabaster offering in the Bible, and I'm looking at uh, Mark chapter 14, verse 3, while he was in Bethany reclining at the table in the home of Simon the leper, a woman came with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume made of pure nard. She broke the jar and poured the perfume on his head. And if you read the rest of the story, it says this perfume was worth more than a year's wages. Um, some people were upset that she didn't sell it and give it to the poor, but Jesus told them that she is in anointing my body in preparation for my burial when I'm going to be crucified. So for her, this was a big sacrifice. It wasn't just pocket change. So what I'm going to challenge you to do, um, especially the next couple of weeks before we take our alabaster offering, uh, is sacrifice something. Give up that extra cup of Starbucks coffee one day and put that five or seven bucks or whatever they cost now in your alabaster jar. Because okay? we do take paper money too. And checks. Um, so. So, uh, so I just challenge you to give a little bit more sacrificially toward that because it goes to a wonderful cause. Okay, so uh, we will see all of you on the 12th with your little alabaster boxes in hand. If you need one and do not have one, they're back on the missions counter in the missions area. So be sure and pick up a, an alabaster box and bring it with you on the 12th, okay? Thank you. Thank you very much, Mark. We've got one more uh, quick announcement. We have a very special birthday tomorrow. Our church's first lady, Miss Ricky Garcia, who is currently giving me a look saying that she doesn't remember putting that on my announcement sheet. <laughs> so uh, we just want to take a moment because we are so thankful for everything Ricky does in this church. Uh, there is hardly a ministry that doesn't have her fingerprints on it, probably other than the men's breakfast. Um, <laughs> everything else she is involved in, we see her roaming around. And um, 
you know, if you ever need to know somebody's name, she's the person to go talk to. But uh, we are so thankful for everything Ricky does for, for us as a church family, for her other family, the, the other Garcias. And uh, so we just want to take a moment to sing. So we're all going to start with, uh, you guys probably know the words to happy birthday. Otherwise, we might put it up on the screen. Um, <laughs> so if I could everybody start with us. Happy Thank you, and thank you, Ricky, for everything you do. Happy birthday. We are so thankful to have you. That's the end of our announcements, even the special unannounced ones. So we are going to go into our time of corporate worship and corporate giving. Um, as we take tithes and offerings, we are always so thankful for everybody who has given through tithes and offerings. We cannot do what we do without it. Um, and so I wanted to read a scripture regarding some of it in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 8. It says, The point is this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. This is just a reminder that when we talk about tithes and offerings, I don't want you to feel a compulsion to give it. But we should have a spirit of generosity and thankfulness that we have enough to give. To be able to go help people learn about Christ. To be able to help people who don't have food get food. And so we just are so thankful that we have a church who has been so bountifully blessed and so given a spirit of generosity that we are able to continue doing what we do. We offer three ways that you can give. In person, the box at the back of the sanctuary, online through our website, or by mail. And if I could have everybody bow their heads with me as we enter into our time of prayer. Father, we are thankful, thankful that we have been given spirits of generosity through your Holy Spirit, thankful that through coming to Christ, we have also been given the ability to see people in ways that we wouldn't have been able to before, that through your generosity, we can be therefore generous. And we ask that you would take everything that we give and that you would multiply it in your name. That we would be able to share the gospel in ways that maybe we don't understand at first. That we would see effects in this community from what we have been able to give. We pray all of this in your son's precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, man. Let's all stand to our feet this morning as we worship the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Anytime a heart turns from darkness into light. Anytime a heart turns from darkness to light.
Anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight, anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served, I know, I know, I know, I know. Anytime. Anytime a heart turns from darkness to light, anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight, anytime somebody lives to serve and not be Sister Laura um, are here on the worship team, and I don't have to take time to go into all that, but she needs the Lord's help this morning. We, need, we want to pray for her. We also want to pray for our brother Mark Butler, who came up here, who just lost his mother this morning, um, who, 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 who says she's with Jesus this morning. She's worshiping with God this morning. We want to give God the praise and glory for that. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to pray. There's a lot of people. I, I received about nine messages this morning. People couldn't be here. Uh, nine people, and, and, and those people have people, so we're, we're missing, over, just, there's a lot of people who couldn't make it this morning, church, so we want to reach our hands out to them, so lift your hands with me as we just pray. God, we just pray a special blessing upon our church family. God, upon those, Lord, who are in need, Lord, of a healing, those who are in need of salvation, those who are in need of comfort this morning, and Lord, we just pray you stretch out your Holy Spirit. I pray that you just rest upon them where they're at right now in their house, Lord, wherever they're at, work, home, sick in body at the hospital lord and we just we just pray for this uh very dear woman who is here on the stage with us lord you know the need you know what's going on i pray you move mountains for her god as she's up here honoring you lord through through it all through it all she's out here honoring you lord and we thank you for that we thank you lord for those the faithful who are here honoring you through it all answer our prayers lord Answer these needs, we pray in Jesus' mighty name and only your name. Amen. Amen. We also got another birthday up in the house. Can somebody say happy birthday to Linda McDaniel? Amen. Happy birthday. Hallelujah. Anytime. One, two, three. Yes, yes. 
He's here in this place, and uh, I want to open the altars if you want to pray. Maybe you're standing next to somebody who needs prayer. Maybe there's somebody who got sickness. Maybe there's somebody who just found out some bad news. Maybe somebody want to give a praise. Maybe somebody just want to come down and thank God for what he's done in their life. Whatever it is, we're going to open the altars during this time right now. So come down to the altar and pray. Don't leave this place having the opportunity to be able to come down to the feet of Jesus. Maybe this morning we need to take ourselves off the throne and put who belongs on that throne, and that is Jesus. How many you know that Jesus is the one who sits on the throne? He's the one who's there. Is God? Yes, he's at the throne. But sometimes we, we put ourselves on the throne. We put our problems on the throne. We put our issues on the throne, our, our hang-ups, our habits on the throne, and we, that's, 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 it's on the throne, and we remove him. But this morning we're going to remove ourselves off the throne and put our God and Savior on the throne this morning. Amen. Caught up in your presence, sing with us, worship with us, pray with us this morning.
sing another song. Take me back to where we started. I open up my heart to you. I'm sorry when I've come with my agenda. I'm sorry when I forgot that you're
we've come this morning to worship you in spirit and in truth. We thank and praise you for who you are. We thank you, Lord, for all that you've given to us, even though we are so undeserving. We praise you because you have created us to follow Jesus and be like him. Help us to do just that. And Lord Jesus, for all of those here, we ask a blessing. We pray for those who have heard bad news over this last few days, that you will comfort them. We pray for those who have losses in their lives, and we pray that the Holy Spirit would comfort them as well. We thank you, Lord, for the words to all of these songs that we've offered up to you with this great choir of singers and our pastor. We thank you for him because he is filled with the Holy Spirit and he has come to worship you this morning and to deliver the message that you've given to him through the Holy Spirit to bless us. Help us to have ears to hear as the Spirit speaks through Pastor Carlos. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Hallelujah, thank you. Thank you, sister. I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here around your feet. I'm caught up in this holy Even if he couldn't do anything for us, we still want him. May that be our prayer this morning. May that be our attitude this morning. Because i got to be honest with you, there are times in my life and he ain't doing anything for me. I feel like giving up. I feel like quitting. More than anything you can do, Heavenly Father, this morning, I just want you. I pray, Lord, your blessing. I want to second what our sister said, Lord. I pray your blessing come over, this, over these pages right now. Lord, I know, the, I know the devil is not going to be happy. I, can, I already felt it, Lord. I already sensed it. The enemy is not going to be happy with what you have for your children today. But I pray that this will be a weapon that we would be able to use. A weapon. That you remind us that we have a weapon. You've given us many weapons, Lord, but this is a weapon, Lord, that we need to never forget about. Bless these pages, I pray in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, worship team. Give our worship team a hand this morning. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Yes. Oh, amen. Well, everyone, it's so good to be in the house of God. Amen. It's so good to see you, brothers and sisters. Uh, Carlos, it's so good to see you this morning, my brother. How's the baby doing? 
Oh my God! Look how cute he is. Everybody, I'm sorry to put you on the spot, Carlos, but isn't that baby cute? Oh my goodness! Yes, yes. Amen. Brother Lamont, it's so good to see you up in the house of the Lord this morning. Amen. Um, we could go on and on about people. It's good to see your faces, your beautiful faces. Uh, what an honor and a blessing it is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, to be here, to partner with you, to love you, um, to serve you, and um, to guide you this morning. I want to I wanna talk about the power and the purpose when it comes to worshiping and praising God. Uh, this is an important thing to talk about because God gives us weapons. Somebody say weapon. God gives us weapons to battle with the enemy. And one of those weapons is worshiping and praising God. And we need to talk about this because I've got to be honest. There's some people in the world who don't feel they ought to worship God. Um, and again, I'm, not, I'm, I'm talking more than just a personality thing. I'm talking about a heart thing. Because Ricky, if you knew her, she is very, she's very quiet, very to herself. But I'm, so I'm not talking about a person. I'm talking about people who are just uh, unmovable. They're stoic, stubborn. Uh, they never say amen, never raise their hand, never say thank you, never give God any praise and glory, even though God has been so amazing to them. They didn't even say amen right there. That's what I'm talking about. Only a few said amen. I thought I was going to get more. That's fine. That's totally fine. But that's what I'm talking about right there. The reality is when you look back over your life, God has done enough for us to worship him. Amen. Let's be encouraged as we look to the scripture this morning to receive clarity, to have our eyes opened as we define a few things, praising and worshiping God. Praise, according to the Bible, is an act of worship or acknowledgement by acknowledging the virtues or deeds of another person or entity. Praise is giving God glory, honoring God. Praise is when we talk about God, when we give a testimony about how good he's been, maybe, maybe a praise report, a miracle that he's done in our life, victories that he's brought us out of, things that he's done for us, giving God praise. Worship is when we go from talking about God to now talking to God. And when you're giving a celebration to him, when you're saying thank you directly to him, worshiping him. I was talking to some pastors over the hill and they were saying that there are some people in their church who feel that worshiping and praising God is an option. That is optional. I'm sorry, but praising the Lord is not an option. And we're going to go to the scriptures and we're going to look. And I'm looking forward to the day. I really am. I'm looking forward to the day that when we roll up to church, we're already worshiping God before we even get out of our cars. Amen. We're already praising his name before we even come into the parking lot. That the first thing on our heart and mind is worshiping and praising him because he deserves all the glory. I'm looking forward to that day. How many of you know that would be a lot of, that would be a, a, our greeters. I, I, believe, I believe Mr. Bill Cole would give me an amen right here just within his heart. He would know that he would see a lot more happy faces if we, we kind of checked our hearts and we worshiped God before he even came through the doors. Amen. <laughs> a lot less complaining. Can somebody say amen? 
I'm looking forward to that day. I'm not sure if that day is, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to see that day. Okay? I mean that. I'm not sure if that's in my time. That might be for one of these younger ones when they take over the church. I don't, I don't know, but all I know, I'm looking forward to that day. So I'll have three points this morning. I want to look at number one. Praise is a sacrifice. Praise is a sacrifice. Somebody say sacrifice. Psalms 54.6. I want to go there right now. Psalms 54.6. And it says, I will freely sacrifice to you. I will freely sacrifice to you. I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. I will freely sacrifice to you. I will freely. Somebody say freely. I will freely, I will freely, willingly, not because somebody asked me, not because somebody begged me, not because somebody told me, but I will freely sacrifice, I will praise you. I look forward to the day nobody has to be asked to worship God, that we praise him, that we give him a sacrifice. It's like if you were to come up on stage and give a speech or be introduced and we say, let's welcome, uh, let's welcome Reuben and Tori. And half the church is like, and the other half is like, for what? And then somebody says, oh, come on, church, we can do better than that. And then everybody now, yay. It's like, I remember a speech that Obama gave one time, that, that happened to him when he was campaigning, and I remember him saying, no, 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 half everybody, half, and Obama got up there, and just very gently, he just said, hey, hey, no, no, keep the claps, I want these ones right here. <laughs> and, and, I, and I believe that's the way God feels sometimes. God desires our praise and worship. If the only reason why we're praising God and worshiping God is because someone had to ask us to do it, we can do better than that. Or if we need a cheerleader, it's not a sacrifice freely given. Amen. But my prayer is that we do it freely. We do it willingly. We do it sacrificially. When I think about what God has done for us and where he's brought us from, the prayers he's answered, the prayers he's going to answer, a sacrifice, a sacrifice, it costs you something when you sacrifice, when you sacrifice. It's not, a, it's not a sacrifice if it don't cost you anything. Are you praising, are you worshiping, are you honoring God to the point to where it's a sacrifice? Are you praising, are you worshiping to the point to where it's a sacrifice. Now we got we got physical, uh, a, a, a physical, just a, a, just a, a, a visible. I remember seeing somebody who was in a wheelchair who really could was in a lot of pain, and they and they literally got up out of the wheelchair and they just stood there and they had people hold. They want they just there was something inside them that just wanted to do it. You know, are we sacrificing to the point to where we know we, we, we've got to talk to that brother and the worship is starting. Matt, my brother Matt, he's praying and, 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 and we, I got to say something. I've had all week to be able to tell the brother or sister something and I've waited all week and I've waited now for this moment during worship time. To, can I sacrifice that conversation and wait till worship's over? It got really quiet. 
Is it a sacrifice? Are we sacrificing? Are we taking? Are we sacrificing? Did it cost you? Like if I, uh, if I had, let's just say, if I reached in my wallet and I pulled out the first dollar bill that I saw, I wish it was 100, but it's not. I have a 20, 40. Um, let's see here. And I was to... <laughs> I was to uh, willingly... Carl, so I was wi- I, I'm willingly... I want to give this to you. Would you accept that? No, it's just, it's just for pretend. <laughs> it's just pretend. Please don't. But if I, was, if I was willingly wanting to give this to you, sacrifice, I, maybe I'm going to go without Starbucks for the week or something. I willingly, I willingly want to do this for you. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sacrifice maybe going to Jack in the Box and, and, and Taco Bell for the week because I'm willingly, because I'm having you no, know, someone, cause don't say amen, but <laughs> some people are like, hey, that would be good if you sacrifice that for the week, for the month. If I was willingly, willingly, would you accept it? Would you accept it? Now, if for some reason you had to hold me down, you had to pin me down, you had to, you had to wrestle me to the ground for it, would you want it? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we got, a, we got an honest sister in the house. It's okay. Watch your purses. Watch your purses. But that's the way, I, that's the way I believe, if God has to hold us down, if he has to grab me by the arm, whatever it is, if it's with my time, if he has to take a hold of my time and he has to maybe grab my arm and drag me all the way to the offering plate, or we got an offering box now, all the way over here and says, put it inside, he doesn't want it. He doesn't want it. He doesn't want it. If he has to beg us, if he has to ask us to do it, he doesn't want it. He says, keep it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want you to have to do it. If someone had to ask you, if someone had to remind you, I don't want it. If you're not willingly, God wants us to willingly worship him. God wants us to willingly serve him. God wants us to willingly clap our hands. God wants to willingly praise his name, willingly stand, willingly honor him. He wants us to willingly make that sacrifice. Willingly. I know it's probably not in our nature. I want to come and be quiet. I do. There are days I'm reserved. But you've got to make a sacrifice. There are days I'm not feeling it. But you've got to make a sacrifice. There are times in my life things are tight, things are tough. And a lot of it has to do with because it was my fault. That's pleasing to him. That he could honor. That he would say, hey, I willingly accept that. I don't want your seconds. I don't want your leftovers. 
I don't want you to be reminded of sacrifice that you were willing to give. So the scripture tells us praise is a sacrifice. Number two, I have about 40 points this morning, so bear with me, church. <laughs> I only have three. It's all good. Number two, praise is for God's pleasure. Someone say pleasure. 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 Amen. Revelations 4.11 says, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist. I like the King James Version. It says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure... You guys see that? For thy pleasure, they and were created. For his pleasure. For thy pleasure. I was talking to a pastor who 20 years ago, seems like yesterday, 20 years ago, I mean, a lot has changed in 20 years. <clears throat> he said 20 years ago, he, one of the first things he did as, as the new pastor of the church, he he said up on the stage, there was no, <clears throat> and I'm not an advocate for the, well, maybe a little bit. I'm not trying to advocate drums here this morning, but just, just trying to hear me out. One of the first things he did was buy a drum set. And <clears throat> there was a lot of angry people. Um, he said that there was, there was letters, there was committees, uh, people were just irate. Um, a few people in the church were excited about it. Some younger kids were excited, starting to learn the drum, and, but to the point to where the, the ones who were disgruntled and upset actually got the younger ones to stop playing the drums and quit, and uh, they, they, they didn't like the drums. They, didn't, they did not want the drums. They did not like the drums, and he even said, I even brought scripture to them. I, I said in Psalms, I believe it was 150, and I could be wrong, but he says, where, 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 where David, the, the psalmist talks about, hey, you know, the, the, the symbols, and we need the high-sounding symbols to worship God. Can somebody say amen? And, and all of a sudden, you know, he, he, he's talking about this, and he says, he says one thing that caught my attention, though. He said, he, said he finally had enough, and, and I, gotta give, I, I just got to give it to him. I, I was like, man, how in the world would you do how would you even say this? But for some, I don't know what got into him, but he finally said to those individuals, he said, hey, the drums, they're not for you. He said, the drums, they're not for me. Not me, but him. He was talking. <laughs> some years ago. He said, they're, they're not, they're not for you. And then he said, You never died for me. You never healed me. You never, you have never done anything for me. The drums ain't for you. They're not for our pleasure. They're for his pleasure. I, I, was, I was shocked. I said, man, I, wow. Did they, did they stay in the church? He said, no, they left. We got our drums. 
They love you, Carlos. Good job, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm just, but. So whether you're here at home church or you're visiting, you're from out, you're watching online, let me encourage you as you go back. No matter if you're singing choir, no matter if you're singing a cappella, no matter if you've got a whole band, let's stop the complaining and start worshiping. Let's stop the complaining and let's start praising his name. And I love the fact that our church has all sorts of worship. We, got, we have a choir. And I, you know, sometimes I'm in these circles and these Zoom meetings with pastors. And they say, man, I, you got a choir? Man, that's old school. Like, I would never do that in my church. I said, I don't care what you would do in your church, not church. We have a choir up in our church. We worship God with songs. Whether we have a choir or we got a church band or if all the electricity up in this place went out, we got a voice that God's given us and we're going to give him a shout and a praise. It don't matter. It don't matter. We're not singing for the choir when Nancy's down here. <laughs> Bless her heart, man. Bless her heart. When she's down, I'm not singing for her. I'm not singing for the band. I'm not trying to pleasure Nancy or the choir. I'm trying to give him pleasure. Amen. Amen. So number one, it's a sacrifice. Number two, it's God's pleasure. Number three, we praise him because. And I have four little points right here with this one. I was going to actually add some more on the other one, but I just I thought I'd do it with this one right here. Because Psalms 18, 8, uh, 3 says, I will call upon you, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemies. Because of everything that he's done in our lives, he is worthy. He is worthy of our praise. He is worthy. Psalms 22, 3. I'm going to fast forward here. But you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. I love this. Enthroned, living in the praises of his people. The children of Israel is a picture of God's chosen people. How many know we are chosen people? And God, he says, I live, I dwell, I reside, I, I come. I'm, that's where I want to stay, in the praises of my people. That's why I would encourage you. That's why we should wake up every morning with the praise on our lips. With the praise on our tongue, when we're driving in the car, what's playing on the radio? Are we say whether you sing or not, whether you can carry a tune or not, it don't matter. God wants to make us. God wants to make us a joyful noise. Are we? Are, are we? Are we? Is He living in that space? Is He living there? Is He residing there? It's crazy. To, it blows my mind that some people have to be asked to praise Him. I thought it was an amazing the other night we had the preteen group and the teenage group and it was so amazing to, to see. Um, we, had a few, uh, we had a visitor who came and he was just standing in the front and he saw some of the preteens clapping their hands and worshiping God and he just, he just started worshiping the Lord. And his countenance from when he came in to when, when I saw him leave was night and day. It was an amazing thing. That sometimes we don't feel it, we don't feel like we don't feel like doing all that, but sometimes we need a sacrifice. Not only does he do it individually, uh, but something amazing happens when two or three or more are gathered in his name. Amen. In one accord, 
having the same mind, having the same heart, singing the same song. Whether we got drums or not, it doesn't matter. The drums is not going to tear us apart. The choir is not going to tear us apart. How loud or how loud it's not, it's not going to tear us apart. We're here in one mind, one accord, doing it together, worshiping our God, worshiping our Savior, worshiping the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I've seen people who can't do anything. Julie Burroughs. All she can do is move a finger. And she's right here worshiping God. It has to do with the heart. The heart. Together. When people in the, and people in the Bible did it together, walls came tumbling down. Fire fell from heaven. The list goes on and on. Amazing things happen when people do it together and united. It was crazy. I was watching Carlos. Uh, you guys know Carlos, my oldest son, is playing baseball now. Yeah, it's pretty cool. He's pretty good, man. He's, he got the, he's got the spit down, too. It was so cool. I remember... <laughs> I remember Carlos Attail years ago. This, was, this wasn't yesterday. But years ago, Carlos Attail, they wanted to play baseball. And they said, Dad, what are they having in their mouth? And I said, well, that's like, that's chew. You don't, no, we don't, you're not doing that. I said, but let me, uh, I actually gave them something. And I said, and it was like, a, I think it was Tabasco mixed with like mustard and some nasty stuff. And I said, you like that? I said, that's, that's better than chew. I don't think they ever want to see chew. But anyways, we bought them some bubble gum. You know, the big chew? And they're, and so they're it was so cool. They were so, it was so cute. You got tail pitching. He's like, Pfft. you know. And, but anyways, Carlos was playing baseball, and, and uh, you know, he's there with the team, and, and they're all there, and the, the you know, they're, they're just getting this, getting, hey, come on, guys, they're getting together. Go Warriors! And they're just, yeah, but, the, but there's a few of them on the outside. They're just like, Go Warriors. And I thought to myself, no matter what, if they win or if they lose, their heart's not there. They're not in it. They're not there to win it. And I really believe we get in what we put in. Some can say we get out what we put in. They're not there. And there are people who forever will be what they are. They won't want to worship. They won't want to raise their hands. They won't want us to give a shout and say, thank you, God. They don't want to be the example and stand during worship and praise God's name and lift his name up high. They just, warriors. Hey, that's fine. But for us, we are going to experience. We are going to have revival. And God is going to move in your life and our lives together. And I, and I just pray my hope is that the rest be encouraged. The rest, we, we're doing this in one accord, one heart, one mind, one spirit, worshiping one God. First Peter 2 9, my last one. I got a few more, but I will end it with this one right here. First Peter 2 9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Last one, he called us out of darkness 
into the light. He called us out of darkness into the light. I could be anywhere else right now. I could be somebody who where my Bible is not the Bible. My Bible is the TV, and I'm at home right now watching and just get that's 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 my Bible. But by God's grace, he has chosen you and I to be his mouthpiece, to be the one who praises his name, to be the light in the darkness. That right there is enough to worship and to praise him. To say thank you for everything you have done for me, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a jacked up morning. I'm not here for nobody else but you, God. I'm not here for nobody else. I'm here to serve. I'm here to set the example. I'm here to honor you, to thank you. I came across a story as I close. Do we have any supervisors in the house? Anybody, uh, any supervisors here? Raise your hand if you're a supervisor. We got one. Okay, we got a few supervisors. Two, three, four. Anybody, you know, you, if whether, five. Ever been in management? How do you know it's, it's, a, it's an amazing thing to have somebody who shows up to work on time? Can <laughs> somebody say amen? Uh, it's an amazing thing to have someone uh, never call in sick. The managers are like, oh, never mind. <laughs> no, but let's be real. It's, it's an amazing thing. It's, it's, it's hard to find these days. My grandma, I was talking to my grandpa a while back, and he was telling me, you know, uh, he didn't say Sonny. He just said Carlos. He said, hey, you know, it, uh, back in my days, you know, we are just having that conversation. And I thought it was amazing. So when I came across the story, it blew my mind. It blew my mind. Let's see if I find it right here. It's this gentleman who uh, works, I should say worked, uh, Burger King for 27 years never missed a day. 27 years working not only at Burger King but the one at the airport in Las Vegas. They say that airports are like really hard jobs. I can't imagine being at the fast food joint in the airport. And I know because I used to work at Jack in the Box and my gosh sometimes you get some crazy people at the airport, 27, not 10, not 15, not, but 27 years never took a day off. Never missed a day. He had his days off, but he never missed a day in 27 years. He was a cashier at the Burger King uh, airport for the past 27 years. Uh, Ford said, never missed a day. Um, when he showed up to work, earlier last week on the 27th anniversary of his employment. He didn't make a big deal about it. Not even his bosses were aware of the special occasion. But he made a joke about the, the time spent um, uh, employed. Management, management then scrambled to get him a thank you, which consisted of a movie ticket, some chocolate, and a Starbucks cup. <laughs> and, a, and a backpack to, to put it in. Um, after this, I, this went viral, there was a lot of people upset. Um, Burger King, just from this, has lost a lot of money. Now, I'm not here 
there, there might be some people here that, that would agree with this. Say, hey, they, they, you know, 27 years, never, hey, he's lucky he got a box of chocolates, whatever. But our God has done more than been there every day. Our God, the God of the universe, the creator has reached out, has called us by name, has been there every day for us, and has died for our sins, was buried, and rose again. And sometimes he don't even get a box of chocolates. He, he gets Nancy saying, all right, let's go. And we're scrambling. Are you sacrificing? Are you sacrificing? Are you willingly sacrificing? Now is not the time. I'm worshiping God. Now is not the time. I've had all week. I've had all week to, to do that and do that and to think about, but right now I'm I'm going in my car, I'm at work, I'm going to willingly make a sacrifice that's pleasing to him. I was sinking deep, like the song says, in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more, but the master of the sea heard my despairing cry, from the waters lifted me, now safe am I. He saved me. He redeemed me. He died for me. He was buried for me. Three days later, got up out of the grave for me. And I praise him. I worship him because he gave me the light. I'm so glad he's molding me. He's changing me. He brought me out of darkness into the light. He's, he's, he's doing some things in me. And you don't, have to, you don't have to ask me. You don't have to beg me. You don't have to remind me. You don't have to plead with me to worship my God. Amen. Amen. Now, I know the enemy, Satan himself, because how I many you know we, we, we're in a spiritual battle? Satan is not excited about what I'm preaching because he wants you to worship him. He wants you to worship yourself. He wants to take your teenagers and your grandkids and take it to some concert where they're doing some ungodly things behind the scenes and they're there and no, 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 no. Yes, they're worshiping those people, but they're worshiping Satan. That's what he wants to do. That's why the enemy don't like this message this morning. But I know by God's grace, I pray that God give us a revelation as parents, as grandparents, as children of God, that we can see beyond all that and we can see beyond ourselves and we can say, you know, it's not about me. It's not about us. It's about him. Amen. It's about him. And I'm here to worship him. It was crazy to me. I was, had a, a few weeks where I was able to I had, there was a lot going on, and I needed to get some studies done and some things, and people were able to come in and cover for me. We, we actually were worshiping, partaking in the communion, and just being with them. And I heard people just critiquing the choir as the choir is pouring their heart out to God, worshiping, and people are actually complaining about the choir. And I'm thinking to myself, how dare I? Who am I? Instead of, why don't I just start praising with them? Instead of complaining, why don't I just start worshiping with them? Why don't I join in with them? And if I can't do it here, I'll do it right here. 
Because this ain't for me. That ain't for me. This ain't for me. This ain't. It's all for him. Amen. 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 our heads this morning. Amen. It's our weapon. Weapon. It's our weapon. I've seen people come out of sickness because all they do is praise the name of God, worshiping the Savior, singing thanks and praises. It's a weapon. I've seen people who haven't been healed who to their dying breath just say a praise and a worship. And what the enemy wanted was really their soul, and he did not take. But they would allow the bitterness and world and everything else to come up within the next thing you know, they would have been one of those who, like the prodigal son, left. And but by God's grace, by his mercy, I wanna, I'm here to stand here and tell you I've been, I've, I've been here where I have I have critiqued. I have had a bad heart. I have stood up here thinking about me. And God had to check my heart. Check my heart. This ain't a show, Pastor Carlos. This ain't a show, young man. This ain't a show. This ain't a concert. This is... Why are you, why are you focusing on all these other... Well, you just focus on me. It's for me. Praise is a sacrifice. morning, have you, have you given your all to God? Has every part of you been given to Him? It's hard to worship when, when craziness is going on, I know. Trust me. Pastor, it's been crazy. Life's been hectic. It's hard to say thank you when I understand. But that's where the sacrifice comes in. That's where the sacrifice, that's where rubber meets the road. When life ain't going the way we want it to, when we got questions and concerns and we're worried about the future, I said this uh, the other day, I got, you know, it's humans. Inevitably, sometimes we, 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 we exaggerate the joys of the past. We exaggerate the, the pain of the, of the now, and we exaggerate the fear of the future. But 
we got all this going on in our lives and why and what and how and but that's when the sacrifice comes in that's when God is really able to move when he tells you I want you to take your son like he did to Abraham and put him up on the altar and I want you to sacrifice him and it's a it's a Abraham was willingly and he went up to the mountain and he laid his son and it's right when he's about to sacrifice his son willingly willingly all of a sudden things change it's like some of you are at that moment right now you're at that moment God is asking you of something is a sacrifice are you willing to make it are you willing to make that sacrifice you don't have to you don't have to. But will you? Will you? Will we make that sacrifice? God says, I want you to give, I want you to give that up. It's, t- I, 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 it's time to give this, it's time to give that, it's time to make the sacrifice. It's not for our pleasure. It's for his pleasure. We, we praise God because he has been so good to us. So this morning, I want to just, we're going to do just uh, something, just, uh, just again, I'm going to open the altars again. And, and I believe this, this one, this one, before we come to the altar, I want to ask if you're, if you're not serving Jesus, if God is not living in your heart, I want you to accept him in your life right now. Repent of your sin. Ask him to forgive you right now. Say, Jesus, forgive me of all my sin. I repent. I'm sorry. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, God. Forgive me. Forgive me. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for being buried for me and then rising for me. Thank you, Heavenly Father. This morning, all heads bowed, all eyes closed. I want to do a couple, I want to do something. Lord, I just feel leading of the Lord, put this on my heart. I like my, uh, um, and again, there's a lot going on, and there are some people I don't, I don't want to really, I, I don't want to, there are a, a few individuals I, I, I don't, I'm not too sure, but there are some I do know, and so I will, I will call you out, and I would ask you just to stand here with me in the front right here. Um, um, Because I believe in God is going to work miracles right now. I want my brother Mark, I want brother Laura, sister Laura Zamora, and Laura Watkins to come here in the front. Now, if I didn't call your name, and you're wanting a miracle, needing a miracle, I want you to come and stand with, with them right here in the front. Come stand as you face me. Come stand right here. Just face me right here. Just face me. Amen. Just face me. Amen. You want a miracle? You're needing a miracle. Just come and stand. Face me right here. Just face me. Amen. Just amen. 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 Anybody else? Anybody else? Hallelujah. 
now this is our these are our brothers and sisters who are in need and uh, I want us as a church body to get up out of our seat if we're, if we're able and come behind them right now just come behind them right now in Jesus name why don't you guys come closer to me so we have some room come closer to me come closer to me amen You could just, I mean, even if you're, if, you're, if you're way in the back, just put your arm, put your hand over someone's, someone's shoulder. Put your hand over someone's shoulder as we're, as we're all a part of this. Every single one, say amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. And whether, if you're in your pews, I'd like you to stand to your feet as this morning. Stand to your feet with me this morning. Hallelujah. God is going to do something amazing this morning. I'd ask you one more time, if you're in your pew, just stand to your feet for this moment. Stand to your feet in this moment. I want to sing out that song, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound That Saved a Wretch Like Me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Hallelujah. Amazing Grace. We're going to worship him this morning in song, and then we're going to pray for these individuals who are, who are standing right here who are in need of a desperate touch from God, amen. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Amazing grace. Jesus' name, I wanted to sing this song to you, Lord, to be reminded that we are wretched sinners who need your grace and mercy, who need a saving, and that you have saved us this morning. So if nothing else, Lord, this morning, if nothing else, we thank you for what you did on Calvary. We thank you. But Lord, we are asking in Jesus' name, like we did last week, and like we will continue to do once, first and foremost, we give you the praise and the glory for who you are and what you have done. We thank you, God. And Lord, we are in need right now. Our sisters here in the front and our brother are in need this morning. You know what's going on in their lives, and I pray, God, a blessing over them. The blood of Jesus right now 
over every single person. We cast out the spirit of death. We rebuke it in Jesus' name. We cast out the spirit of fear. We rebuke it in Jesus' name. And any word curse that has been said against them or their family, words of doubt, words of doubt that have plagued their minds, we rebuke it in Jesus' name. We pray, God, for a future and a hope, Lord, that your word says that we can have through you. And it is blessing. It's a life of peace, a life of joy, even when it's hard to understand. Even when all hell's breaking loose, we can have that. And I bestow that upon them right now in Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus over our family, our church family. Hallelujah. 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 I like to give this time just a, just right now, just a time of silence and just allow God to come into your space. Come into your place right now. Right now. Maybe you're here right in the front. Maybe you are in the back. Maybe you couldn't make your way up. There's some hope in Jesus' name. There was a lady who had an issue with blood who was way in the back and could not make her way up, but she did everything she could just to touch the hem of Jesus' garment. And she was healed. It's a heart issue this morning. You couldn't make it to the front. You're in the back. We, we pray a blessing over you. We pray healing over you, salvation into your home, your family. The blood of Jesus. Thank you, God. Church, repeat with me. Dear Heavenly Father, Dear Heavenly Father may, our praise may our praise and our worship, and our worship be, a be a sacrifice unto you. Unto you. May, we be reminded may we be reminded it's not for us, not for us. But, you. but you. Use us. In whatever way, you want to. My life is not my own. I surrender it to you. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. God is on the move. Give me that key real quick, just real fast. God is on the move. Stay with me, church. We're going to sing this song. We don't, we don't need, no offense, Carlos, but we're not going to use the drums right now. <laughs> Bill, 
I didn't mean to put you on the spot today, but, but doesn't he do an amazing job greeting our, our visitors? Amen. <laughs> Miss Maddie, keep grabbing that microphone, please. Thank you so much, Maddie. Appreciate that. Brother Bill, lift your voice. Bless us this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Our Heavenly Father, we're just so, so yes. thankful Thank to you, be God. here. Thank for you. the many, many blessings you've given us and continue to give us. Bless all those, our friends and our, our members who are in need and, and, and need a special blessing today. And um, we just are so thankful to be part of this great church and the great family and the support that we all have. And Lord, it's just so amazing. And we, we want to sacrifice and give every, all the praise and everything to you because that's where it belongs and yes. that's where it deserves. So, Lord, again, we just thank you for being part of our life, guiding us, helping us, and directing us in everything we do. And, Lord, we pray this in your name. Amen. 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 And may be blessed, church. Thank you. Amen.